The Rookie Leaders Podcast, Episode 2, Leadership Defined. Welcome to the Rookie Leaders Podcast, the podcast of veteran leaders offering leadership lessons to newbies. Whether you're brand new to leadership or expanding your leadership responsibilities, this podcast will provide the knowledge and experience you need to lead courageously and effectively. This podcast is a production of the Credible Leadership Group, a coaching and consulting firm devoted to your leadership development, career advancement, and personal growth. Learn more at CredibleLeaders.com. So grab your notebook, a pen, and your bulletproof coffee as we explore the leadership lessons every leader needs to master. Now, here's your host, Michael Tanner. Well, hello everyone. Michael Tanner here, your host. Welcome again to the Rookie Leaders Podcast, episode number two. I'm thrilled you're tuned in to yet another episode of this podcast. Today, I want to talk to you about my definition of leadership. As we start this podcast, I think it's very, very important that we level set on definitions and specifically for this podcast, the definition of leadership. Words have meaning and it's very important that we use them according to their meanings and and so forth. So as I set forth for you all in episode number two here, my definition of leadership, it'll set the groundwork, I believe, for uh, all the other content that I'll share in this podcast Uh, going forward. So I I definitely want to do that. I want to share with you my personal definition of leadership so that you can use that to understand and and use it kind of as a litmus test, if you will, of the uh, content that I'll share uh, in future episodes of the podcast. So let me talk you through this really quickly, uh, this definition of leadership. Well, first of all, I'll say this. You can go to Google, you can go to the internet, and you can find thousands and thousands and thousands of different uh, you know, definitions of leadership, and all of them have merit in, in some shape, form, or fashion, right? They're all legitimate in some way or another. Uh, I recently came across a, um, a page on uh, Inc.com, and it was, a, it was a post on Inc.com written by uh, Lolly Daskal. Uh, I, follow, uh, I follow Lolly Daskal and, and a lot of her leadership content. She has a great book. She's the CEO of uh, uh, Lead lead from within, I believe is, is her company. Um, uh, she's got a great book out there and I read a lot of her content and she recently wrote a, uh, an article on ink.com that I thought was very interesting. The title of the article is 100. Uh, let me get this out of the way. This little uh, banner popped up 100 answers to the question, what is leadership? And so she's got a hundred different quotes, if you will, from different individuals regarding what is leadership? What does it even mean? And, you know, I'll just run through and read a couple of these. Uh, Mark Sanborn says, you don't need a title to be a leader. Completely agree with that. Uh, there's a couple others here. Uh, leadership must be self-reliant individuals with great tenacity and stamina, or leaders must be. Um, self-reliant individuals with great tenacity and stamina. Completely agree with that as well. There was a good one here, uh, Bill Bradley. Leadership is unlocking people's potential to become better. Love that definition. Steve Jobs, innovation distinguishes between a leader and a follower. Um, leader certainly has to be innovative 
completely agree. I believe leadership is a is an exercise in creativity, if you will. It's certainly not a science. Uh, Jim Rowan, he's always a good one to read. Uh, the challenge of leadership is to be strong but not rude. Be kind but not weak. Be bold but not bully. Be thoughtful but not lazy. Be humble but not timid. Be proud but not arrogant. Uh, have humor but without folly. Uh, uh, John Maxwell. A leader is one who knows the way, goes the way, and shows the way. So there's my point in reading that Lolly Daskal has put together a hundred different statements, if you will, regarding the definition of leadership. And again, if you use Google, you can find thousands and thousands of definitions out there. Uh, and again, all of them in some way or another is correct. It's, it has merit. It's legitimate. But what I want to share with you as I lead you into what I define leadership to be is I first want to tell you that your definition of leadership, it, it has to be personal. You have to latch on to a definition of leadership, and it has to be in some way very, very personal to you, right? Now, it can be a definition that you make up on your own, much like I've done, or it can be a definition that you borrow from someone else. It, it really doesn't matter if you make it up on your own or if you borrow it from someone else because you like it and you feel like it applies to you, but whichever option you choose, it your definition of leadership, it has to be very personal to you. Now, why is that? Why does your leadership definition need to be personal to you? Well, it's because whatever definition you use and you latch onto, it's going to become your guiding principle in your leadership, the actions you take, the decisions you make, uh, you know, the, the guidance you give to your team and the encouragement you give to your team and all every aspect of how you interact with those that you're leading your definition of influ, uh, your definition of leadership is going to influence all of those actions right and so uh, you need to make sure that the definition of leadership that you choose to abide by is very personal to you it des- it needs to describe your character it needs to de- describe the type of person that you want to be it needs to describe the the type of leader the type of uh, impact and influence that you're going to have over those that you're leading it needs to describe those things in such a way that it becomes personal to you and when when that's the case it will become your guiding principle if you will now i don't want to confuse you here your definition of leadership it isn't a list maybe of core values right it's not a list of core values like integrity or something like that it, it, it it's not meant to replace your list of core values but it will become again this guiding principle that guides what you do how what you say how you say it the decisions you make and so forth and so that's why a, de- a definition of leadership for you is very very important again there's thousands out there pick one or make one up on your own the way I have, but just make sure that the definition you select of leadership applies to you in a very, very personal way, okay? It means a lot to you in a very personal way, again, because it describes the character of person that you want to be or the type of leader that you want to be. And so what I want to do in this episode, episode number two, I want to share with you my definition, the definition that that I've developed i've defined for as what leadership means for me okay and then in all of my teaching regarding leadership development career advancement personal growth and all 
I use this definition. So I teach this definition, but I also teach the principle that, you know, if you use this definition, fine, just make it personal to you. But if you don't use my definition, make sure you have one, right? Make sure you have a definition of leadership, whether it's borrowed from someone else, borrowed from me or made up on your own. And then again, I teach, make it a very, very personal definition. So I'm going to share with you quickly my definition of leadership. And then I'm going to kind of unpack each element of that definition and share with you what each element means and why it's important to me and so forth. Okay. So here's my definition of leadership. It's very simple, very succinct, very clear. For me, the definition of leadership is this influencing others towards a shared goal, influencing others towards a shared goal. That's my definition of leadership. I like for it to be short. I like for it to be concise. I like for it to be rather simple. I'm a, I'm a simple guy and all these complex definitions, long wordy uh, definitions of leadership. I just can't stick with that one. I can't memorize it. And certainly I can't see that it applies to my actions and so forth. And so for that reason, I like it for, for it to be, you know, short, simple, clear, concise. So influencing others towards a shared goal. That's the definition of leadership that I use for me personally. And that's the definition of leadership that I teach in all of my courses and teaching and things like that. So I'm going to unpack that for you and, and explain, well, why is that definition of, of leadership important to me? But first, I want to talk to you quickly about the sponsor for this podcast episode. The sponsor for this podcast episode is Credible Leaders Group, and uh, they're offering for you, uh, we're offering for you, uh, the Credible Leadership Resource Guide. Now, let me explain to you what this is. This is 30 years of self-development, you know, self-improvement, self-growth, if you will, personal growth, career advancement, leadership development content that's brought to you, brought together in a, in a single ebook. It's about 26 or seven pages long, if I remember correctly. And it's lots of different, it's 20 different ways for you to take in leadership content, career advancement content, personal growth content. Uh, and in addition to those 20 different methods, it includes over 85 different resources that are very specific that I've used over 30 years of just, you know, seeking out content to improve myself, to improve my leadership capabilities, to it, it advance my career and just, you know, personal growth and, and so forth. One of the questions I'm often asked is, what books do you recommend? Uh, give me a list of required reading for young leaders, if you will. Uh, and you'll find that in this document, in this ebook, the, the Credible Leaders Resource Guide, you'll find a list of required reading, if you will, that I recommend to all young leaders. And again, there's, there's over 85 specific resources. Some of them are books. Not all of them are books, but some are. Uh, but you'll find those resources in this, in this guide. So Credible Leaders uh, Group is offering that. It's, it's called the Credible Leadership Resource Guide. And here's how you can find it. You can head over to rookieleaders.com. Head over to rookieleaders.com. And at the very top, you'll see a link to the Credible Leaders Resource Guide. That's free to you, okay? Uh, it, you just fill out a quick form, give us your email, and we'll email that document right to you. It's, a, it's an ebook uh, that has all of these different ways of learning leadership and, and advancing your career and and personal growth and the specific resources that we recommend that will help you do that. So head over to rookieleaders.com. At the top, use the link to the Credible Leadership 
resource guide to find that uh, that document. And uh, uh, that is the sponsor of today's episode is Credible Leadership Group. Now, let me get back to my definition of leadership. And I want to unpack that a little bit for you. What, why, what do all the elements of that definition mean and why is it important and so forth? So remember, here's the definition that I shared with you. Influencing others towards a shared goal. Influencing others towards a shared goal. Now, let's break that apart, unpack that a little bit, and let's talk about the different elements of that definition and and why I consider them to be important, okay? So first of all, I want to focus on the others part of that definition, the word others. All right, here's the deal. Leadership requires others, okay? If you look back and people aren't following you, then you're not a leader. Right? If no one is following you, you're simply not a leader. Now, I have a lot of people that will say to me, well, you know, there's, there's this need to lead yourself. And I understand the argument, but really, that for, for me, that comes down to kind of self-discipline, right? When, a lot of times when, when people will say you need to lead yourself, they're really talking about self-discipline, right? You need to discipline yourself to do things that need to get done, if you will. But leadership requires that someone's following, okay? And so if you don't have anybody following you, then you're not a leader. Um, and, you know, I would say as it relates to others, let me be clear to say others doesn't necessarily require an organizational structure. It doesn't require an org chart or a reporting structure, right? If you don't have people reporting directly to you in some kind of organizational chart, that doesn't mean you can't lead others, okay? That's not the type of others that I'm talking about. So, when I use the word others in this definition, I'm not talking about reporting structure in any way. I'm not even talking about title even. But leading requires other people to be involved. It doesn't matter what their title is, what their position is. It doesn't matter what your title is or your position is. It just simply requires other people. Okay, so others, it could be other members of your team. It could be your peers, your colleagues. It could be your friends. It could be your family, right? You can you can influence others. You others can be members of your family. It, maybe you're on some type of committee at uh, at work or a committee at church or something like that. Maybe it's a volunteer group, right? And and so there there are no titles, there are no positions. It's just a group of people, and you can be the leader of that group of people without title, without position, without reporting structure, and so forth. But recognize that if you're going to be a leader, other people have to be involved, okay? And so leadership requires other people. So that's the first word I'll focus on there is others. It requires other people. The second part of that that I want to unpack for you in that definition, influencing others towards a shared goal, the second word is influencing, okay? Now, I use this word very, very carefully, influencing, because influencing others the word influencing there, it implies a notion of willingness, right? Others, other people, those others we just talked about, other people, they're giving you permission to lead them. And they give you this permission with their willingness to follow, okay? Um, they're willing to follow you and they give you that permission to influence them, okay? So influence, again, the word influence, it has this notion of willingness to it. Influence isn't authoritative, okay? Influence is not, you don't gain influence with some type of title or position or or whatever, right? So it's not authoritative in any way. 
it's not dictatorial. Influence is not dictatorial, right? It, it, it has to come along with some, some willingness. Uh, it, it, influence isn't done out of obligation or manipulation or some, it, it's not fear-based. Influence isn't fear-based, right? Some may say, well, dictators in uh, maybe communist countries or something like that, uh, well, their influence, well, no, not really. People are just doing things out of fear, and that's not a willingness. That's not a permission to be led, right? And so um, they're not giving those leaders permission. They're not willingly following. They're following out of fear, and that is so short-sighted. I mean, uh, the a fear-based leader, right, a leader that gets someone to do something based on fear, they may get initial uh, they may get an initial success there. They may get a, an initial result, but that is very, very short-lived. That leader is not going to be a long-term leader uh, simply because that type of, uh, of uh, fear-based um, leadership, it, it, it's not permission-based. It's not a willingness to, to follow, right? And so it's very, very short-lived. Rather, influence is it's trust-based. Okay, those that are going to follow you and follow your leadership, you're going to be able to influence them because they trust you. Now, they trust a few things. They trust that you have their best interest at heart, right? You, you are leading them, and they believe, they feel like, they trust that you care about them. They trust because you've built a relationship with them, and they believe, they trust that you have their best interest at heart. And so, therefore, they're willing to follow you. They're willing to allow you to influence them. And then they also, they trust your capability to help the team, to lead the team to achieving whatever the goal is, right? So, they they trust your motives, but they also trust your capabilities to be a leader. And so, influencing others is trust-based. It's willingness. It's a permission given by your followers to influence them. So, that's the first two words, influencing others. Now, I, I talked about that trust and influence. They trust your capability to achieve a goal. So that leads us into the next part of this definition that I want to break down for you, and that is the goal, right? Influencing others towards a shared goal. There has to be a goal. You know, while you're influencing others, you must be working towards achieving a specific goal or a purpose or an objective. Leadership isn't just kind of, a group of people wandering aimlessly, you know, through the wilderness, if you will. It's, there, there has to be a direction. There has to be a vision. There has to be a goal or an objective. There, there has to be a win, right? There has to be success. We, we, we need to be able to achieve something and win or succeed. So, again, leadership isn't just kind of wandering around. There's got to be a stated and defined goal. Now, there's, you know, it's got to be the objective of your leadership or, or, or whatnot. But that goal, it has to be clear and simple. Clear and simple. Whatever the goal is, it, it needs to be clear and simple. Remember earlier I said I like for my definition of leadership to be simple and concise, right? Influencing others towards a shared goal. And I like for it to be simple and concise so that I know what it is. I can, I can memorize it. I can say it. I can describe it. I can break it down the way I'm doing for you right now. I'm unpacking the elements of it and describing what all that means. So I need it to be simple. I need it to be concise. I need it to be clear as well. And and your team needs that goal, 
They have to have a goal, but they also need it to be uh, very, very clear, very, very simple. Now, simple, yes. It doesn't necessarily need to be easy. Simple, yes. Easy, no. Okay? It needs to be simple in that you can describe the goal in clear language that's not confusing, that can be understood, can be memorized, and so forth. Now, actually getting there, actually achieving that goal, it doesn't need to be easy, right? And in fact, if it is easy, it's probably not a good goal, right? Because you're leading, you're stretching your people to achieve a goal that's out there, right? And so it's got to be simple so that you can communicate it, but it doesn't necessarily have to be um, easy. It's got to be simple so that everyone knows what it is, but it can be hard. It can be difficult to get there. You're going to lead them to get there. Now, this goal, it has to be shared. And this is a very, very important word in my definition, influencing others towards a shared goal. The word shared here is a very, very important word. Now, we just talked about the goal. It's simple. It's Well, it's defined, but it's also clear and simple and so forth. Now, it may be hard to achieve, and that's okay because it's a shared goal. The word share in this definition, it has two different elements. There's two elements to the word shared here. The first, it has to be communicative, right? You have to communicate the goal. When the goal is clearly defined, it must be communicated. It must be communicated well and consistently. It's got to be communicated multiple times and in multiple ways. Uh, Those that you're influencing, uh, you know, they aren't working towards the the shared goal if, if you haven't shared it with them, if you haven't communicated it with them. You know, you can't have a meeting or, or sit down at your desk and write out a goal and then just assume the rest of your team knows what that goal is. They may be working hard, but they're not working hard towards that goal because you haven't shared it with them. You haven't communicated it with them, right? So good communication of this goal is going to include the what and the why. What and why. First of all, what is the goal? So stated very clearly, very simply, right? Maybe the goal, maybe you're leading a team through a development project and the goal is to finish the project by, you know, the end of the year, December 31st. That's the goal. Finish the project by that date. So that's the what. That's the the, the part of the communication of the goal that describes the what. But good communication of a goal also describes why. Why is this goal important? Why is it important to the team? Why is it important to maybe the business? Why is it important to each of the individuals on the team as well? And so not only in communicating and sharing the goal and and telling others about the goal, you want to tell them what the goal is, but you also want to tell them why is it important? What's in it for them? Why is it so important that we deliver this project by the end of the year. And you're in that, in that case, you're going to talk about what are the, the revenue potentials of delivering that project next year and so forth, right? So why is it important? That's the first element of shared goals in, in my definition. First of all, it, shared means it has to be communicated. You have to share it with your team. Now, the second element to the word share in my definition is that it's collaborative, Okay. It's first communicative. It's secondly 
collaborative. All right. The collaborative element of a shared goal tells your team we're in this together. That's what the, the, the second element in the word shared in my definition communicates to your team. We are in this together. Uh, the collaborative effort, you know, element of the, the shared goal co- communicates how. Okay. Earlier I talked about in, in communicating the goal, you're, you're communicating the what and the why. Well, when you get into the collaborative element of that word, now you're communicating to your team how. Remember I said the goal, it has to be simple, it has to be clear, but it doesn't have to be easy. When you share this goal with your team, certainly what's going to be going through their mind is how are we possibly going to achieve that goal? And again, if they're not asking themselves that question, how can we possibly do that? Then your goal is not big enough, right? It's, it's not aggressive enough, but your team is going to be asking you, how can we achieve this goal? And the collaborative part of the shared goal in in this definition, you're telling them how we're going to achieve it. And here's what you're telling them. We're going to achieve this goal together. It's collaborative. Now you're not a leader, you know, as, as a leader, you're not exempt from the collaborative element of a shared goal. You're not exempt from that. Too many times I see leaders who think now I have the position. Now I have the title I don't have to work as hard. I just send everybody else to go out and achieve the goal. That's not true at all. In fact, now you're working even harder to achieve the goal, okay? Because you're the leader now. This is collaborative. You're in it with them. And your communication of this shared goal has to include we're in this together, right? Because you are not exempt. And so you're not sending out your team to achieve the goal you're in it with them. And I'm telling you, the most powerful response to the question your team will have around how are we going to achieve the goal, the most powerful response you have in that situation is we're going to achieve this together. When you as a leader set forth a vision or you set out a goal and you set forth to lead your team to achieve that goal, you don't necessarily know the how of every single step to get to that goal. You can't necessarily in the beginning visualize or even itemize all the necessary steps to achieve that goal. But when your team asks you, how can we achieve that? You can look them in the eye and you can say, I don't exactly know all of the steps for achieving this goal, but we will achieve it and we will achieve it together. I'm in it with you, right? You're the leader and we're going to lead this team by being collaborative with the team. Okay. So two elements of the word shared in that definition, you got to communicate it very, very well, multiple times, multiple ways, very clearly, very simple. And then you got to cooperate, You got to collaborate with your team to get in there with them and achieve that goal. So there's my definition and why each element of that definition is important to me, influencing others towards a shared goal. And so now having shared that with you, any future content that I will share with you regarding leadership in this podcast, you'll be able to reflect back to this definition. And I'm sure I'll share this definition with you many, many times throughout the course of this podcast, but you'll be able to reflect back to this and know the the context of all the teaching that I'll be sharing with you here on this podcast. 
you can hold that against the context of this definition, influencing others towards a shared goal. So as I said earlier, if you want to use my definition, that's fine. Borrow my definition. If you want to look on Google and find another definition that you like better, that's fine. Do that also. But make that definition very, very personal to you. I choose this definition because I want to achieve big, big goals. And I want to influence other people to achieve those big, big goals. I want them to willingly follow me, to trust me, give me the permission to lead them to uh, achieving those goals. And I want to do that with them. I want to share in that collaborative effort to achieve those goals. That's why that definition is so important to me. That's why it's personal to me. Whatever definition you come up with for leadership, make sure that it's personal to you. All right, so let me wrap up this episode number two of the podcast. A few quick uh, housekeeping items I'll share with you as I depart. Uh, First of all, the show notes for today's episode, you can find them at rookieleaders.com forward slash zero zero two as an episode two rookieleaders.com forward slash zero zero two as in episode two you'll find the show notes uh, for that and in the show notes i'll leave a link to that uh, inc.com article that i referred to earlier in the in the uh, podcast also for more great leadership content uh, in addition to this podcast you'll find over at credibleleaders.com there's written articles there's YouTube videos and so forth, uh, coaching opportunities, things like that. So head over to credibleleaders.com where you'll find much more leadership content there. And then also, let me say, we're in episode two. The most important thing you can do right now is to subscribe to this podcast. I was just informed uh, just earlier this week that the podcast is now in the Apple directory. So go over to Apple. You can subscribe to the podcast there in the Apple uh, directory. It's also on Stitcher right now. So if that's your podcast player of choice you can get to it on stitcher it'll be in many of the other uh, podcast directories very very soon whatever your podcast directory of choice is be sure you subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss a single episode and then also just to grow the audience of the episode to make sure that all the algorithms in the directory searches deliver up this particular podcast and this content be sure you rate and review the podcast You can do so right now in iTunes. Um, So be sure you rate and review the podcast for me because what that'll do, it'll show the podcast directories that people are enjoying this content. And therefore, uh, when someone searches for uh, a leadership podcast, it'll deliver up this podcast so that we get this content into the ears and minds of other people. So I greatly appreciate you doing a rate and review of the podcast as well. And then be sure that you share the podcast with your friends, with your family, with your peers, your colleagues, your coworkers, do that on social media, via email, text, word of mouth, whatever it might be. The, the podcast is brand new and no one knows about it yet, but you're listening to this episode and you can help us out by sharing uh, with your friends and family and colleagues, all those people I mentioned earlier in all those different ways, whether it be social media, email, text, word of mouth, give them a phone call, whatever. Send them a snail mail if you need to and tell them to uh, head over to rookieleaders.com and begin to listen to the podcast, subscribe to the podcast. Hey, thanks so much. I certainly hope this definition of leadership has helped you and I hope you uh, take the action item that I gave you of, you know, get your own definition 
use mine, make your own, use another one, but make it very, very personal to you and use that definition of leadership to guide your leadership activity. Until the next episode, be blessed and lead well. This episode of the Rookie Leaders Podcast has ended, but never fear. You can find other binge-worthy podcast episodes at rookieleaders.com. If you liked this episode, please rate and write a review in iTunes. If you haven't already, please subscribe to the podcast. And remember to share this episode with your friends and colleagues looking for leadership lessons of their own. We appreciate your support. For more great leadership content, head over to CredibleLeaders.com.